these policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to fade down the music. It's like I haven't done this in like a couple weeks. It's been a week. Uh, it's, it's September 3rd, 2014. And welcome to episode 68 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. This is the show where, you know, the resident Canadians and resident Americans make fun of each other's countries. Mm-hmm. I am the American, Mr. Paul Swickard, and joining me is the Canadian, Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Hello. It has been a while. I'm feeling a little rusty. I don't know how it's going to go. It's a little rusty, but oh, whatever. we're going to break out of this cage. I know. Well, it's been a busy couple of weeks for me, for sure. Mm. Mostly due to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, man, I could get into it, but I'm not going to. Uh, you you know, save that for the grumpy Ryan, cast. I got I to ask, and people, the, your public's dying to know, oh. uh, how's the wedding going? You know, oh, that's you got right. wedding planning going, and it's like not far. How how far are you actually? Yeah, I'm getting married in 16 days. 16 days. Yeah, and he is talking about it with us. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny because this week um, we have a lot of deadlines. Like a lot of vendors need information from us, so it's kind of like this is crunch week. So I spent the last four hours listening to shitty dance music that I don't ever want to listen to again. Uh, you know, like, I'm not even going to go there, but I just listened to music all night and I would like filling out forms and searching databases and YouTube must think I have the weirdest music collection in history. Uh, cause it's all from country to rock to, I don't know, Katy Perry, whatever that is. Dance music, I guess. You don't know who Katy Perry is. Fireworks. Something about shooting things. That's really whatever. all you need to know. Yeah. There's not much else to it. She does some other songs. She roars, I heard, like very loudly. I know enough about that to make a joke. I have one joke in my arsenal for Katy Perry, okay. and we already used it. It was the fireworks, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, well. No. And I know she dated Russell Brand. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, we won't go there. That's why. Why not? I don't know. Okay. I don't know why. It's not a celebrity gossip show. It's Ryan is going slowly going crazy. Um, but uh, this weekend, I'm actually getting away from it all. Uh, I'm being kidnapped by... <laughs> I should finish that what? statement. Uh, I'm being kidnapped by some lovely folks who are taking me on an excursion away from all this wedding party business. Uh what is it? I guess it's not a bachelor party. It's more like a uh, an excursion, I guess. Is that what they call it? We're not going to Vegas. Sure. I, I don't... What? So you don't want to call it a bachelor party? Yeah, because it really isn't. But it... Oh, it might be. I don't what, know. Okay, man. It's all right. You mm-hmm. just... Uh, just fuck the trend, dude. You don't yeah. need to... So what What does a what does a Canadian bachelor party make? Like, uh, like okay. Why? Well, we'll start here. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you do not want to call it a bachelor party 
Um, well, first and foremost, I haven't been a bachelor in a long time. I've been living with my fiance for over a year now. Um, but I got, I don't know. It is a bachelor party, I guess. But it's not like you're, you know, when you say bachelor party to the internet, they automatically just assume there's going to be lots of drinking, lots of bachelor type. You know what? Don't. What? Don't Don't generalize the internet? Oh, come on now. Don't tell me. No, I was going to say, think better of our audience. Oh. That's what I was going to say. Our listening public knows better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we've talked about bachelor parties because I was on this show uh, when when I had my last bachelor excursion for a buddy of mine's wedding where we went whitewater rafting. Uh, And I've been promised (laughs) that we are not doing that again. That was a, I think, might have been a once in a lifetime thing for me. It's like, yep, check it off the list. It was fun, but you know, almost drowning does something to somebody. But <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Uh, you know, uh, you're, you're, don't be, you don't need to be that timid, man. Break out of the shell a little bit. It's all right. You can go at a bachelor party. It, it is a, a bachelor, bachelor party. party. Is whatever you want it to be, man. Yeah, I always figured that if I was to have a bachelor party, I'd want it to be something. That, that uh, I would have no problem doing even if I was married. Uh, I never really understood the fact of, hey, let's let's try to start this marriage off on a rocky bit here by involving strippers and, and all that fun stuff. It's like, come on. You're not going to do that when you get married. So why would you do it before you get married? Like a couple days is going to make a difference? I don't know. It's all about that institution of marriage bullshit. I don't know. Whatever. Wow. What? You I'm- just... I skipped the first story. I'm sorry. No, you're. you're <laughs> Ryan's on a rant, apparently. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, but I, you, picked, I pushed the right button there. It's funny, you know. I think we just got an update. I may, unless this is an elaborate hoax, we, I, we might be playing Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Might be. Okay. That's fair. So if, if it, it is a hoax, I definitely spent a good couple hours working on my character for nothing. <laughs> um, so. We'll see. I'll report back next week. How's that sound? And I'll uh, let you know. Ryan, that sounds splendor for us. Okay. It sounds amazing, and you should do all of those things. Perfect. You know what? I think we should get to the news. What do you sure. Think? We'll let that roll a little bit. Ryan, there's one thing I want to touch upon very quickly. Mr. Ron Paul is giving away more weapons to his listening public or his general supporters. I was going to say, this news music is very fitting. It's very, like, it's almost like very scary. Yet I know. A, a new light is forming over the horizon. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Uh, no, this is actually a, what I would probably say is a, a little bit more reasonable in terms of a gun that you might want to give away. This is actually intended for hunting, whereas the other one was an assault rifle. Uh, no, this is a C4L. Weatherbury right. Vanguard Winchester model .308 hunting so, rifle. So a hunting gun. He's giving away yes. a hunting gun. I, I don't that know. I, I still think like, well, okay. Is there any mention of hunting in the Dear Friend of Liberty email we have here? No. Well, then... Still a problem. Other than it's oh, uh, him saying I mean, yeah. it's a hunting rifle. But he's still preceding that is C4L is standing up for freedom every day by fighting to audit the yeah. Fed, so repeat literally, Obamacare. We are giving you a gun so you can fight the Fed 
repeal mm-hmm. Obamacare, stop spying, uh, get the NSA to stop spying on you, and reclaim our republic. This has always confused me. Do people like Ron Paul actually believe that having a gun in your home will do those things? Like, it's it's a weird logic. And we have a lot of those stories today where there's this this weird logic that these people have. Like, for some reason, it's firing and connecting in their brain. But for everyone who has sort of this fact checker in there saying, like, "Mm, that doesn't line up. It's just it's and you never the twain shall meet. You'll you'll never have the two people who agree. They they do not have a direct correlation. Uh-huh. Uh, the gun thing is much more about the gun culture and maintaining that right as you know as a constitutional right. That's the point. I don't yeah. think he, in particular, is you know a hunter. At least I don't think he is. So why doesn't he say that in this email? Like, why does he say, like, we're allowed uh, to have guns? Because he try, is trying to rile up his troops. But is the government kind of actually his, trying kind of to deal, take... Man. Is, is the government trying to take your guns? Or are they no. just trying to make it safer? Nobody's nobody's going door to door. That assumes... Okay. This going on I also never here. understood that by either. The way, like, you're, by the way, you're like, this is not something I wanted to talk about for... Well, I'm before. confused, and so are no. the listeners, I assume, who are all... Okay. All right. Upstanding this, citizens. You hear that a lot, right? You hear, oh, they're coming to take your guns. Yeah, as a joke. I don't think they're joking. Oh, okay. But whatever. I Do I think they're coming to take your guns? Absolutely not. For one thing, that presupposes that they could find out who you are in the first place. And I don't have that kind of faith. Right. Like, you have to, like, they would have to actually discover who it is that has the guns in order to take them. Now, And I don't know that... Well, that's what the NSA is for, right? That one out. Um, I, okay, I I I get that, and I'm not. I don't understand. I don't know the current gun laws and what they're trying to propose, but I always saw it doesn't matter, dude. Yeah, well, it doesn't I know. matter. It does not matter. It's the same thing in Canada. We have our gun nuts who well, occasionally point, come up. Okay, well, let me underscore this. Okay, there is no current plan to take anybody's guns at all, ever. That's like, fine. Well, excuse me, not ever. Right now, by the current president, there is no, there is no proposed legislation. There's no nothing. Like, okay, it's just something to get people upset. Right, but in your opinion, when it comes to gun laws being introduced, not necessarily taking the guns, but just gun laws in general, they are all put in place to protect the right to buy guns and to protect average citizens from bad people getting their hands on guns. Is that where gun laws are like, as soon as any sort of gun law comes up, it's tar Is it always sort of targeted at those two principles? And do these wing nuts see it as Zomg? They're taking our guns. Like do they just jump to the conclusion. Any, they don't see it as a any, good sort it of, doesn't. you see, you're, uh, you're offering some sort of, rationale of course to this and it really doesn't matter the moment mm-hmm. you propose any sort of gun legislation you are going to get people complaining at you saying you're you can't take my gun it is, is, our, is it like do they is it a leapfrog in, strategy it's our, well i don't even know which amendment it is it is our mm-hmm. constitutional right isn't it the second i think it's the second i don't know i I've, i'm pretty sure one of them is freedom of speech and one of them is keep my guns that's how i understand america um 
Although the yeah, the two can sometimes fight. Uh right. That's weird. I don't I don't get it. Like, I don't like okay. I don't understand gun culture. I get hunting, but like just having a gun the, you're right. the The fact that it is a hunting rifle makes more sense to me logically because you can use that for something useful, uh, other than killing. I suppose. You, yeah. Anyways, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I it'll never be good. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. I, I mean, we had something come up like this. Like I said, I don't understand gun control, but it's come up in Canada before with I think the long gun registration, and it's all about just having people tell the government what kind of guns they have so they can keep track of what's out there to Yeah, we don't even do that. And I don't think we are either. I think it was scrapped or everyone complained. It might even be this. I don't own a gun. So, but I think it's important for somebody of a governing body to know what kind of dangerous weapons you have in your home to Uh, protect others. That to me seems reasonable. (laughs) I view that as common sense. Yes. Just like, you know, I view as gun licenses as just as important as if not more important than driver's licenses. Like that is you need. And you, by the way, you need background checks. Like that's you got to have them. I think that is a common sense practice that people have usurped in order to kind of like sort of to fire people up, to make them upset about some sort of a culture that admittedly I don't understand. So I'll be the first to tell anybody that I I have no idea because I, you know, I grew up in California. I, there's never been a gun. I've never owned a gun. There's never been a gun in my home. Like I've never been hunting. All of those things are not part of my culture. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been hunted? Not the most dangerous game. Oh, is Paul. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, well, quick note. There's a an advocacy group called the Brady Campaign. Sure. That is designed to just prevent gun violence. Oh, I'm was, familiar with a different Brady Campaign. Like, they're trying to relaunch that show or something, the Brady Bunch. It's different, is it not? Your so silent anyway. speaks volumes. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, no, they gave Obama a, like this was four years ago, but they gave Obama an F in terms of his, uh, as a scorecard in terms of preventing gun violence. Who did a gun, like the, the the campaign? Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, the Brady. Bunch. So the, I mean, yeah, well, like I, mean, I don't think can he, he do? has any interest in it. Like well, to be honest. <laughs> Not that he has any interest in it. He probably just doesn't want to touch it. Like there's there's these weird issues going on in America where it's like it just splits the country. And like the last thing he wants to do is piss off half the country, it seems like. Uh, I mean, he has little Whatever. victories here I, and there. But... I don't care who they piss off, to be honest. Do something. Well, do something. You don't care, but his party cares. Like if you piss off half the country, well, you can kiss the next election election goodbye. That's how it's. That's how it's probably going to work here in Canada for the next election. Like the people who got in, pissed everybody off. They did what they wanted, but they pissed everybody off, and it'll swing to the next side in the next election. And then, hey, maybe it'll swing right back. Like that's just how it works. Uh, sure. <laughs> that- I'm just irritated, dude, dude. I think you got to understand. I'm mm-hmm. just irritated that we can't do anything. 
Like, there's no... <laughs> well, new... Once you start to realize you can't do anything, you can just sit back, grab a beer, and enjoy the show. There's no legislation being passed. Mm. There's no, like, cleaning up of old legislation. It's just kind of all just kind of like everyone's arguing with everybody else. Not a lot has changed. Like, very little has changed. Yeah. Now, now some would argue you could get involved with politics and try to change things. Do you, you feel like that would – like, if, if you were like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to Paul and Ryan. I'm going to make a difference. Do you feel like – not to be get defeatist on everybody, but do you feel like that's something that can still – like down the road, help change things. Having some like starry-eyed, you know, dreamer get in there and make some changes. Like obviously, it's happened, or Go else America it. wouldn't have changed in the last two hundred years, or Canada for that matter. Like those people exist. We just need to find them. Uh, go for it, dude. Oh, I'm not. Don't worry. I, I have no interest. <laughs> well, clearly, isn't that part of the problem? I well, uh, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't say I have no interest. I mean, I'm I have an interest. Totally in, blaming you, by the way. And I will I, do what I can do, but I I have no interest in getting into politics. That's my official stance. All right. Good, Good job. Yeah. Well, I'll make a, a politician. Ryan, we should move on. Yeah, of course. I've been waiting for you to move on. No, you have not. You've been. What's the next story, Paul? Is it something about old people talking to old people? It is. Actually. Good. Do you want to? Do you want to hear about it? I no. Oh. Yeah, I guess. All right, let's move on. No, 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 no. Uh, it's good. This is good. This is good. Uh, so, my wife actually introduced me to this, and there's a uh, there's a, a there's this judge named uh, judge richard posner sure and he is primarily aligned with he's a very con- he, he's been primarily aligned with conservative republican party platforms mm-hmm. right and he is uh but basically he was receiving oral arguments at the seventh circuit for because lawyers from wisconsin and indiana are trying to defend their uh, gay marriage bans. And it, we could go, like, this whole thing has been recorded. Obviously, it's a public forum. And I highly recommend that you all check out what this dude has to say. Mm-hmm. But, and they they clipped a few, like, choice uh, choice quotes for him. But I love this guy. Mm-hmm. Just because, A, he's, tip, you know, conservative judges have a certain... I don't know, stereotype that pe- that you get into and that sure. people automatically assume that that people automatically assume that that's how he feels. And I just love how rational and commonsensical he is about this whole thing. Like I really do. He is very like, he just, he kind of does a really good job at unmasking the problem. Yeah. And like, he doesn't just to say you're wrong. What exactly it is that they're getting at and why what they're getting at is essentially bullshit. (laughs) So, so, I mean, it's like they start, I believe they start off with a, just basically not only, not only um, why gay marriage has been banned, but like why it is, why that as a result of that, like there are many consequences to this, right? So if gay people can't get married, 
they can't, it's a lot harder for them. I don't know if it's impossible, but it becomes a lot more difficult for them to adopt children because they're not married. And not to mention a whole bunch, a whole host of like very tangible benefits like tax benefits, stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? Or insurance benefits, anything, you know, any number of things. So I just, I mean, like, I love, I just love some of the stuff that he says. I'll, let's see if I can play. He's an elderly gentleman. So yeah. just bear that in mind. <laughs> he, he sounds like he'd be enjoying like some some iced tea on the porch while yeah. he pets his dog that has like a it's just big dog or something. I don't know, but it's, it it was really interesting. I listened to all of them, and yeah. uh, he is very reasonable, and he sounds like a judge who uh, makes judgments based on uh, on less on opinion and more on facts. You know, like which is. Which appears to be the difference between him and some of the other conservatives we've heard from, who like oh, to sure. base their uh, their <laughs> decisions on their opinion. As you see in all of the defenses within this, uh, like they don't back anything up with facts. They just say, "Well, well, it's an institution." They try to. Um, it, it falls apart pretty quick. Like when you really start getting into it and start talking yeah. about it, which is is nice. And he doesn't let him squirm away from it either. Like exactly. that's the cool thing. You just kind of harps on this and says you can't answer the question <laughs> yeah and it's interesting because usually when stuff like this goes down it's just a it's just a one person interrupts the other until like they just give up and and it seems like he had a, like a higher power so he was able to tell them to shut up whenever he needed to say something that made them shut up you know yeah totally mm-hmm. anyway uh let me play at least one clip here sure uh what is the base? What is the rational basis for a legislative choice denying same-sex marriage? We know that these people want to get married. We think, or at least I think, it's good for the kids. So, what's the what's the offsetting harm? Well, respectfully, Your Honor, I think that flips the inquiry on its head. Rather than asking what the rational basis oh, for the law on, are, what is the offsetting? These people and their child, their adopted children, are harmed by your law. Now the question is, what is the offsetting benefit of your law? Who's being helped by it? Uh, Your Honor, respectfully, that turns the analysis on its head. Look, answer my question. Who is being helped by this law, if anyone? I think society is, because it provides... How is society being helped? As Mr. Fisher discussed, marriage is an institution that provides for a... I know, but how is it being... You're not trying to force homosexuals into heterosexual marriage. No, we're not. So what is the harm of allowing these people to marry? What is the, does it hurt heterosexual marriage? Does it hurt children? What is the harm? Frankly, at this point, we don't know if there's a harm. Uh, if any, this is what Justice Alito referred to in his, in his dissent. Well, what's that about? You're saying, and you can say it with loving, you could say, look, we're not given a good reason for banning interracial marriage, but it's been like 200 years, and we're afraid to we're afraid to overrule it because we don't know what'll happen, right? You could say that for every constitutional case. We don't know what'll happen. What? Let women have access to contraception in Connecticut in 1964. We don't know what's going to happen. Society may collapse. Why isn't that always a problem? 
First off, the yellow light's on. May I uh, respond, Your Honor? Yes, because oh, yes. the yellow light, it's not, it's, it just tells you. Uh, right, it won't yeah. save you. Anyway, I'm not going to interrupt. Ah, that's great. That's great. I'm so just happy that that guy exists. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a nice sort of like balance to see somebody you know discussing you know usually when we have these funny clips it's a it's a conservative on fox news going off about how the world is ending because someone is trying to change a law and it's nice to have some some freaking thought put into their arguments you know so and it's also nice to see the the people who usually get featured on the show uh sent running with their tails between their legs i yeah yeah, I think it's good all around. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, yes. I think you should talk about Canadian coffee. Well, it's funny enough. It's Canadian no more. Um, well, <laughs> it's 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 interesting because Tim Hortons, as as we know, this is a bit of an old story. Got picked up by uh, Burger King last week, or I believe it's still in the process uh, yeah. d- due to some interesting facts that came out afterwards in in the sense that Burger King was using Tim Hortons as a tax shelter. Um, Did you read about that? No. Oh, man. I heard that Burger King was doing their thing, and honestly, I didn't read much further into it. I'm like, ah, ha, ha. American company takes over Canadian company. That's hilarious. Yeah. Now, it's funny because uh, this has happened to Tim. This isn't Tim Hortons' first rodeo with a with a, a U.S. Rodeo? chain. Yeah. I can't uh, let that go, man. I don't know. Rodeo, whatever. <laughs> uh, they were purchased by Wendy's in 95 and then spun yeah. off again as an independent company back to Canada in 2006. Uh, I believe they are going to remain a Canadian company. They'll just... Uh, uh, they'll just remain in, uh, I think it's like somewhere in Ontario, but, uh, yeah, Burger King picked them up and I assume that means that Burger King will be using, um, Canada as their headquarters because they're trying to get a tax break or something. So I was reading, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting and I don't think it'll affect Tim Hortons in Canada. If anything, it'll affect Tim Hortons popping up more in your neck of the woods. Because uh, yeah, I was actually wondering that. Like yeah. seriously, I was actually I, I'm wondering if that's actually going to happen. I I personally would love it just because mm-hmm. I think that um, it it'd be nice to have a different you know institutionalized coffee thing around. I yeah. think at least around here, like because like really you we can joke about it, but there's only a, really a handful of choices when you want to go to get coffee well starbucks it's a lot of starbucks it's a lot of you know coffee bean stuff like that and it's not to say there aren't like small businesses that do that exact same thing uh it's just hard to find the ones that you that you it's just hard to find the ones that you might like at least for me and maybe i'm not that may be my fault i may need to just be more adventurous but no i'd love to have more i'd love this i'd i i'll willing to admit it i'm willing i want to see a tim hortons i want to go in there and i want to see what the fuss is about right about now now do you think uh yeah you you couldn't even you, you tried so hard uh <laughs> and don't worry americans you'll be able to use your american money even though tim hortons is canadian oh gosh um just had to throw that out there but wendy's didn't do much 
for Tim Hortons opening in the States. Now, that might not have been Wendy's fault. That just might have been a lack of, you know, understanding and, and expanding into the U.S. market. I know they've had a rough rough go at it. It's not sure. like they've taken over. Um, I mean, McDonald's has uh, has sort of, like, been the best example of, like, taking over coffee. Uh, I know with their McCafe line, it just kind of exploded. But, um no, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they sort of expand in the States and, hey, you know, maybe they'll have – they already have this in Canada where they have like joint sort of restaurants on the highways, sort of they're called like service centers, and there's just like six rest. It's like a food court in a mall. So maybe they'll have like some like dual Tim Hortons, Burger King uh, establishments opening up. I don't up know who, if that'd be good for anybody though, man. I well, got to say like when those two things combine, like, okay, when a Taco Bell – and a pizza hut combined, they uh, something suffers. You know what I mean? Like some of the food suffers. You can't always tell which one, but I, I just I don't know what's going to work and what isn't. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm not. Sure. I, I, <laughs> I just pissed on your cornflakes. No, 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 no. It's bad. I'm I really don't care. <laughs> to be honest, it's it's uh, this. I saw this story and it's like, yeah, all right. Another big company is buying another big company. Nothing yeah. will happen. It's just a matter of, you know, one of them needs something. Uh, you know, like obviously Tim Hortons loves the cash inflow, and Burger King needs to move its headquarters to Canada for a tax break. That's the is story. That the case? I think that's the story. I mean, it might have changed since then, but uh, you know. It's uh, the company in law. Yeah, it's been a while since I've read this, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, Burger King has purchased Tim Hortons, and we'll see if that goes anywhere. But I don't know. Tim Hortons seems happy. Tim Hortons. (laughs) Tim Hortons, eh? Tim Hortons, eh? Yep. (laughs) Rock on, folks. Rock on. All right. I was hesitant to talk about the last story of the night, but man, we I think we have we got to sure we got to uh, Sean Hannity, formerly of Hannity and Cones, now just Hannity. Uh, he's a pundit on Fox News, and man, I'll, I'll be damned. He had Phil Robertson on his show, and I don't know if you know Phil Robertson. He's from Duck Dynasty. Yeah, he. I'll uh, just let that sink in. He's he's been in trouble before, (laughs) and (laughs) I brought him on to talk about Islam, as you do. Why? Because he's the expert, dude. I cannot tell you how many things are wrong with having the guy from Duck Dynasty on to talk about Islam. Look, when you have a a famous show on A and E, you pick up a few things, Paul. You pick up a few things. Like I, man, what in the hell? <laughs> I don't know. Like they're not even trying anymore. They're just go walking up to the camera. Like Fox is just walking up to the camera and say, "Fuck you, watch this." Well, obviously Hannity knew that uh, that this Duck Dynasty guy was gonna go off, and he's like, "Perfect, easy ratings. I don't even have to say anything. Just set up the clip." <laughs> right. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, so this clip is eight minutes long. I could literally go to any part of it, and Ooh. your eyes would roll in the first ten seconds. Are you are you doing are you employing the Sarah Palin rule once again? <laughs> yes. All right, here we are. I'm gonna cue it up here. All right. All right. Let's see. Ooh. And by the way, that was country music. 
Of course. Why would it? Let's go right here. Let's go right here. See what happens. All right. It's at three thirty-five. I think is uh, would be next to impossible. I'm not giving up on them, but I'm just saying either convert them or kill them. <laughs> One or the other. See. Oh, well, but, okay. You know what? They fucking delivered, man. Is he I talking? I did not plan that. I swear to God. Yeah. Is he talking about? He's talking about Islam, like just general Islam. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> like here, uh, uh, let's get uh, it, let's go for a little bit more context, shall we? Sure. Here. Oh, clips. Two options: do nothing, and then get ready for the next attack and then we'll have a report that says they were at war with us we weren't at war with them in this case you either have to convert them which i think is uh would be next to impossible i'm not giving up on them but i'm just saying either convert them or kill them Good. one or the other you know, that's i think be, converting that's them maybe has uh, that time has come and gone so i think that uh with this ideology that we're faced with, this is like uh, street gangs, street thugs on steroids. You think about it, most of the wars we've fought, they were not asymmetrical like this one. This one, it's not like a country with a standing army and you, we line up and, and do battle with a certain amount of rules that they violate but you say this is more like uh worldwide gang warfare but uh that summarizes things pretty mm-hmm. well actually he quoted he had a lot of bible quotes of course cool as yeah, i think that's they, they cut of, most of, of that quotes that they fit for their, that he fits to serve his purpose for that particular speech as you do when you were referencing bible quotes um, this is all in relation to the the crazy yeah, stuff that's so coming out. There's of. a lot of there's a lot of talk about ISIS and mm. a lot of dead, well, a couple of dead reporters that got ended up getting beheaded hmm. on camera. Ugh. Yeah, and yeah, it's it just so that is what's sparking this conversation right so you can kind of understand his and there's more and there's a lot more violence now between uh, palestinians and israelis right now like their tensions seem to be especially high at the moment so so you can you can under somewhat understand his frustration with with what's going on but you could tell in the clip that he doesn't sound frustrated he sounds like this is his average opinion on any old day so i think that's the scary part I think I, you know what, I personally do not believe that he actually believes the majority of what he's talking about. Yeah, I really don't. I think he's partially playing a role, but he, but you know what, I think a lot of the problem. My problem is is that a lot of people really do believe that. Like I know people who believe that. So, yeah, I, I don't know what to. Yeah, it just sucks. It just sucks. It's like, why? Okay, you could, we could go off about why are you asking this man's opinion in the first place? Mm-hmm. How is this man's opinion any more important than anybody else's? Like, it. it I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. But instead, I am simply going to say, man, 
<laughs> Duck Dynasty. Shit. Go check it out. A and E every Thursday at eight PM. Yeehaw. I don't actually know if that's when it's on, but I, I it like A and E has gotta be kicking themselves and oh, a little happy with what's happening right now because it's like great. Everybody who watches Hannity is gonna watch Duck Dynasty and our ratings are gonna go up, but shit. Now we have to maybe do something. <laughs> this has happened before with Phil yeah. Robinson, hasn't it? Oh, it has. Yeah. But the thing is, is he's gotten so much ratings mm. that you can't like. I, I'm pretty sure they've gone toe to toe, and he's won because yeah. like he, his fans. He, yeah. Well, I mean, his fans are rabid, and it, the show makes money. It's super cheap to make. It makes money, so I don't think. I don't think A&E is in a position to they, deny them the yeah. spotlights. They have Duck Dynasty sunglasses at the Walmart. And I'm not joking. They've been there for Are years. They really? Yeah. There's like a stand with Phil Robertson standing there with some like aviators on. And there's just a stand with sunglasses. And they are Duck Dynasty branded sunglasses. So <laughs> you're right. A&E is not getting rid of these bad boys anytime soon. Uh, they are going to milk that duck until the cows come home. Anyways, I don't know. Don't do that. Uh, but he's here. And, man, we're talking about it. So maybe we're part of the problem. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, but ignoring the problem isn't going to make it go away. So Sure. And I'm not, I, dude, I'll be the first to tell you, I am not watching this shit. I don't support it. I don't even watch it. So mm. there you go. There you go. Yeah. Don't I'm watch not... any. I guess. Although like, storage what's the solution wars, here? On. Is there a solution here? I don't think so. Uh, like, other than, like, just sort of slowly rating yourself, like, and sort of, like, I, I don't think... know how to put it. Like, it just, in order like in order to change the, the context, like, it literally is going to have to be people stop watching this shit. But I don't see that happening. There there are people out there that will not stop and they will continue to watch this. So I guess our only option is just to like, well, this generation's doomed. Hopefully the new one makes better decisions. I, I think that's really where it where it ends up. You just, you know, try to teach your kids not to watch A and E and, and, and Sean Hannity or whatever and hope it sticks and just I don't know. It, the only way it's gonna go away is if everybody stops watching and that is not gonna happen. I wish it would. Eh. That'd be nice. I just want to know if they if they take themselves seriously because I sure as hell don't. I don't think so. Okay. Like I gotta be honest, I I sincerely doubt it. They probably believe some of it. I think Phil Robertson is serious, but I does Sean Hannity. I I almost feel like Sean Hannity is like borderline parody. You know, like it's so Whatever. far. It's just I don't know. It's so weird. I know. I know. Whatever. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. People are nuts. Well, that's been established an awful amount of times on this show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. I think that's going to do it. What yeah. do you think, man? Is that a show? It's a big, hearty show for It's uh, a hearty show. I feel like, man, you got to lighten the mood here. How do we do that? I don't know. Info. Oh. sleepingwiththeelephant.com that's how you do it yeah. we you know what I like hearing your guys' feedback I like hearing tell us what you think do you watch Duck crap. Dynasty do you watch Duck Dynasty I've seen two episodes I think 
It's like watching and, a train wreck. If that's why you watch it, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, if it's just oh, a guilty totally. pleasure. But if you watch totally. it because you're generally interested in what adventures or misadventures, for that matter, Phil Robertson and his gang are going to get into, yeah. <laughs> Will they escape? I don't know. Tune in next week. Same <laughs> duck time, same duck channel. It's true, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we love feedback and reviews. You can find me. My normal Twitter account is P Swickard. Mm-hmm. Ryan's is our Murphy. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what's going on in your world, man? <sighs> I'm getting married in three weeks, so that's about it. <laughs> You're like, that's my life, man. Right now. <laughs> and I'll be gone for a week. See ya, suckers. Enjoy the honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Well, wait, sorry. I shouldn't have said it like that. End it!